right. Welcome again to the Spurs and Spreads podcast. If you're looking for a podcast that brings hunting to the sports world, we are uh, we, we're right here. We're what you need. So we're just some average guys uh, trying to tell our stories about the woods and uh, giving each other a little bit of back and forth, which is always interesting. Um, but we like to tell our average guy takes on the games and average guy takes uh, what we do in the woods. So we don't claim to be experts. However, we do like to have some experts on occasionally, and we do just happen to have one on today. So uh, without that said, I'm going to go ahead and introduce our guest since we have him on the phone. We've got the COO and co-founder of the baddest ammunition on the planet. It's made right here in Mississippi, Apex Ammunition. He is straight out of Lowndes County, Mr. Jared Lewis. Let me add you to the stage, Jared. What's up, What's Mr. Up, Jared? What's up? Hey. What's going on, Jared? Not how you much. doing today appreciate y'all having me on today man we really appreciate you coming on and spending your time i know you're busy man and i know joe we really appreciate you coming on and doing this with us um you know there's a lot of questions we want to ask i know we're all going to dive right in but i think one thing you know being a mississippi guy being from Lowndes county you know and this is like i said an average guy lifestyle deal where you know you you come i think Chaz and the guys have known y'all most of your life you know, and kind of watch this thing grow into what it is now. You know, you mind telling us a little bit about that? I think that's interesting about how this thing got started. You know, uh, I think it's a story that needs to be told, you know, and I think a lot of people are interested. So if you don't mind, give us a little condensed version of how this thing all got kicked off. So uh, in 2017, I mean, uh, to give you a condensed version, in 2017, uh, me and two buddies went on a hunt, duck hunt, to a place called Hackberry Flats, Oklahoma. Uh, one's name's Nick and one named Jason. And my mm -hmm. buddy Nick had been playing around with these shells. And, uh, man, I mean, at that time in life, uh, you know, my buddy Jason, he was already, or my other partner and best friend Jason was already, um, he already had a couple businesses of his own. Uh, and... I was working for DirecTV at the time, and uh, man, we just had talked about starting a business together, and we met Nick. Nick was one of my buddies from Columbus when we were, when my wife was stationed there, so yeah. how we all met is all three of our wives are Air Force pilots. Okay. Um, so, you know. So that's kind of how y'all got together, yeah. So Yeah, I mean, so, so I met my wife in Columbus, and of course, I was hunting with Nick, and you know, I had this, when I went to Artillery Bullock, I had this awesome hunt in Hackberry Flats, Oklahoma, while I was at Ar uh, Army Bullock. Mm -hmm. And uh, the next year, I just wanted to get all, get my closest friends together and, you know, go have another good hunt. Yeah. Well, um, Nick was playing with these shells, and he was making some long bombs on some ducks. And we sat down at a table over some DiGiorno pizza at Miller Lite. And... Uh, we, we birthed this idea in this, like, wooden shack in Davidson, Oklahoma. Uh, there was a porcelain bunny on the table. It was all decorated. It looked real old farm style. You know what I mean? There was, there was sounds of cats fornicating outside. Uh, you know, it was just, it was just a you know, thrilling experience. But, no, we uh, 
we we you know we talked about it. It was like who is doing this? What is it? And it was just so expensive and why people didn't really do it. And um, so I go back home and I start researching, you know, and, you know, like I said, I was working at DirecTV at the time. There's nothing in this world that'll make you want to work for yourself or go somewhere else. It's like installing satellites in strangers' houses. Yeah, that'll do it. I've been into some rough places. So (laughs) that's it, it, man. You know, I start looking to see where do I source all these things? And, um, I started figuring out, okay, I get stuff from here, get stuff from here. So I get on the phone with Nick. I say, hey, Nick, I, I figured out where we get all these stuff to make a shotgun shell. Um, you know, what do you you want to do it? And he's like, sure. I was like, what do you want to call it? He said, Apex Ammunition. So we paid a guy two boxes of shells who literally lives a quarter down, quarter mile down the road from me now. Okay. They the infamous logo that it is now. Really? Um, uh, Tyler Wheat. And... Um, so we did that and we started, what we started doing is um, uh, we started loading shells in a, so I went to my dad, my dad just bought a house, had a 10 by 20 wood shop on it. And I was like, dad, you mind if I start a business in your, in this building? He's like, son, you can do whatever you want. I support you. And uh, man, we just, we, me, Jason and Nick pulled together 20 grand and we bought a bunch of components we built, 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 built. So keep in mind, Martin Luther King weekend, the idea <clears throat> was birthed April 13th of 2017. We took our first Shopify sale. On that day, we opened the store for people to purchase. And in 10 minutes, we sold $13,000 in product. You kidding <laughs> yeah. My God. Hey, did you know then, Jared, did you know then that all the people shooting long beard XRs and all that can go shoot snakes with that ammunition from, from that gotcha. point. Or how, when did you get to the point that, hey, look, we just we just made the baddest stuff on the market? Right you then. Know, when did you get to that point? That right then. Right then. Yeah, yeah I mean, we'd be. already seen enough. I mean, you know, the things, especially in the waterfowl world, that you could do with it. You know what I mean? As far as cleaning yeah. up ducks at long ranges or. So it started out as a duck ammunition, correct? And no, it still is. No. Turkey ammo. Oh, okay. Um, but it was founded on a duck hunt. Wow. And, okay. Um, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, right then, I mean, you knew, you know, it, I, man, I was I've used it at the time too. So I just got an artillery bullet. So we learned five months of school of internal external ballistics. So at the time I had a good knowledge of, you know, kind of so, what we were working with. I mean, we worked with tungsten penetrators, or I did at the time. You know what I mean? So yeah. you understood tungsten and the value of it, right? It's just how does that how does that equate across, you know, the hunting world? No doubt. Well, when y'all came out with it, I mean, obviously the first we we're much more experienced with the turkey loads, and I mean, we we tell everybody, you know, like, hey, all that other stuff you used to shoot with, you know, Chaz told me a long time ago, I, I guess I'm just going to shoot snakes with it. I don't I don't know, you know, you use it a few times and you learn pretty quick what it can do. It's an amazing, you know, I think it's exactly what y'all talk about, you know, experiencing your best shot. Uh, right now, Jared, uh, you know, a lot of people are doing patterning and, uh, right now they're patterning their shotguns, getting ready. Cause everybody's got that nervous energy like I do. And, and, and the other two, Patrick and Chaz, you know, uh, you know, we're out buying, going, doing all these things, but we're also patterning our shotguns and, you know, or do you got any tips or tricks that maybe you've seen? Cause I know that you've done this 
thousands of times. Um, tips or tricks on helping the average guy out there is looking to find the right low with the right choke with his gun. I mean, anything you got anything to add with those things? Yeah, I mean, it's it's all relative to the to the the payload you're shooting, the size of the shot, the gun, and specifically the choke. So there's no there's really in in the TSS game, it's such a broad spectrum of what you can do. There's no really right or wrong answer. It's just up to the individual. Yeah. Like, what is his goals in the woods, right? You know, like, you can shoot as open of a pattern as you want for leeway. You know what I mean? For any kind of air, you can shoot as tight as you want. Mm -hmm. uh, it just really depends on you. Um, you know, normally with TSS, you don't have to choke it down like you do normal, like, leg. Because TSS is not ma malleable. Once you – TSS, tungsten super shot, is a uh, uh, tungsten alloy, right? So, once mm -hmm. you – your tungsten when it comes right out you know if you put pure tungsten together it's going to be brittle but when you introduce binders right then it becomes the hardest metal on earth or one of the hardest metals on earth right so uh it don't bend to nothing it don't bend to your choke tube <laughs> you know what i mean yeah, like, yeah. that pellet is not going to get a dent in it i promise you <laughs> yeah. so, uh, you know you don't have to you don't have to constrict down as much you know a lot of uh, well, what I tell guys is usually around that for 12 gauges, usually around that, that, uh, 660 to 670 range, depending, right. Cause mm -hmm. some of your guns are bored a little bigger. Some of them are not right. So like, you know, Mossberg 935s are bored like a 10 gauge, right? So mm -hmm. you don't want to be down in that 660 range and you can with lead, but it don't make sense for TSS because you'll, you'll blow, you'll start blowing your pattern. Right. Mm -hmm. So you can be in a, you know, 675 to a 690 range, depending on the choke for like a Mossberg 935 or 835. You know, a Remington is bored a little bit tighter, right? So you can get a more constricted with a Remington 870, right? 665 mm -hmm. Indian Creek's always been the standard. Yeah, and that's that what I should You can yeah. be, you know, down to a 660. I, heck, I've even seen dudes shoot some 650s. Uh, but like I said, it depends on you personally, your goal. Uh, what are you looking for in the woods? You know where you're hunting. You know. Yeah, I think we all have our favorites, no doubt about it. I what's your, what's you running, Jerry? What's, so, what's you shooting for opening morning? Yeah. Eastern. You're hunting easterns. Uh, whether it's Alabama, Mississippi. What you shooting? What load you shooting? What gun you carry? So uh, we got a new 28 gauge load coming out this year, and we're introducing it in at NWTF on Thursday. Uh, so I'll be shooting a 28 gauge. Uh, either the SB3 or the Ethos, depending, mm -hmm. and an uh, ounce and a half of uh, of 28-gauge turkey hail. <laughs> so, um, yep. So, yeah, well, that's probably what I'll be running for the year. Um no, nah, just depending. And that's a new thing coming out, right? The 28 gauge. That's something y'all yeah. been working on trying to master, right? And feel like you got that thing. It's ready to roll. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I think that's what Scott's shooting now, right? Yeah. yeah. Scott Pulaski, who goes with us. Yeah. So for us, man, it's like we get into this. <clears throat> we've been so ingrained in the outdoor industry that every year it's like you need to come out with a new product. Like you got to come out with something new. Like Scott, yeah. new, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, makes sense you know man uh we've we've kind of just limited ourselves like what makes sense to the customer mm -hmm. right does it bring value to the customer right mm -hmm. not just switching swatching and then yeah. just saying it's a new product you know what i mean mm -hmm. or slapping your name on it you know it's just 
does this make sense? Does this bring value? You know, and this one definitely is, is going to bring a tremendous amount of value because, you know, the 20 gauge, you know, is an ounce and five eighths low. You know, you got mm -hmm. an ounce and a half, 28 gauge. I mean, really and truly, the lightness of the gun, the pattern ability, the ballistics on it. I mean, like, if you wanted to, you could do everything pretty much with this 28 gauge load that you can you could do with a with a, a uh, 20 gauge load. I got you, man. Uh, you know, I think we all shoot different kinds. Uh, I think Chaz is on the nines. Patrick's your seven and a half. Is that right? Yeah. And I love the small town blend. Honestly, I kind of like the the penetration, I guess. And you could probably correct me if I, I made my thoughts may even be wrong of the seven and a half, but I like the pattern a little wider just in case you are closer with the nines. And I honestly, it's just kind of what I've gotten. I mean, had a lot of luck with it. And I know Patrick is, man, it seems like when we're shooting these turkeys, they're not even flopping. They just. Yeah, they gone. I mean, yeah. they done. Patrick, I've watched video. We got some videos of his, man. I mean, and it's just, um, it's been, it's just some impressive stuff. It really is. Actually, um, I want to show a little video that I think maybe we had talked about too. So I know a lot of people don't know maybe that Jared got into, uh, and you can tell me a little brief before I hit the button. But uh, what had, what kind of brought you or your attention getting into this videography stuff? I mean, you've like I said, if you go check out his Instagram, was it a Jared Lewis photo? I'll, I'll posted on here but uh it is um look he's got some very impressive stuff and i've yes, seen it kind of get better and better and better i've and better been hunting with him duck hunting with him and yeah. buddies from the shoes up i mean the boots up he's gonna be <laughs> his big self will be laid out in the middle of a cornfield getting the right angle you know in the, in the <laughs> yeah. duck hole you know it's just yeah it's crazy and then you kill, you know you kill a deer call jared he'll come you know take a picture of it and it'll be just perfect you know and he, i mean he he's he looks like you're i mean like one of those wedding photographers you know what i'm saying but it covered in mud you know just all down just getting the perfect and then you see my release, god he gets it he, you see he him release it. all this stuff on apex's uh uh website it's just incredible footage man i mean it's it's pretty impressive did, Direct, didn't you have to shoot Direct, a drone he taught you well in that category here <laughs> didn't you have to yeah i'll make him with those videos to give it the effect that it was or am I, am I making that? Yeah. Up? Oh, yeah. So we crashed a drone in order to make the effect of a turkey flop. Yeah. Yeah. That's legit. That's oh, level say that again. You what? Yeah, we, we crashed a drone to make it the effect of a turkey flopping. Oh God, we're yeah. gonna have to get that. Uh, <laughs> that. We gotta get that video. Uh, oh, later. and that's the thing is on the on the video side, which we can get into here in a minute. Yeah. Uh, but it's just how do you set yourself apart, just like with Apex and the ammunition. Right. Like yeah. if I'm going to give you the best ammunition, I'm not going to stop there. I'm going to give you the best of everything. Did you know anything about videography or photography before you dove into this? This is just something you just got in. You just cracked out about and got into it and just dove right in. Yeah. I've, I've always been artistic. Um, mm -hmm. My uh, before Apex, when me and Jason used to go deer hunt, I used to make little videos from my phone and it, it was just messing around. Yeah. I've always kind of had that. Like I would be taking pictures with my phone and putting them in Lightroom and stuff. I just didn't have the, uh, I guess, the ability to subsidize, you know, a good camera. And then um, when Apex was founded and money started coming in, uh, Jason took a leap on me, threw some some dollars out of Apex so I could get a camera, you know. And and man, I just, you know, I had the ability. So I started, you know, 
I mean, I can't. I it can't seems think. like you've kind of found a new passion with that. I mean, honestly, I know. I mean, like, I'm just saying that I can see it in the work. It's it's really good. Obviously, we all have the turkey hunting deal. And I'm going to show this clip real video, uh, this video clip real real quick uh, to kind of show the audience. Exactly Listeners, what we're turn, talking it about. turn it yeah, up. Turn it up. Yeah, turn this up. Yeah, I was going to say, listeners, ready. if you don't see it, if you're not on the YouTube channel and you're listening, just it's got great audio, too. So turn this thing up. But here we go. God bless, man. If that doesn't give get you chills, you, you don't need to be on here. That's right. I got hair standing up on the back of my neck. Uh, when that turkey first gobbles in that video. And then, I mean, that's kind of what's going through our heads all the time. But, man, I, exactly what you say there at the end is, is like, if you're going to spend all this time and effort to get this gobbler in front of you, right? The the saying is experience your best shot. I think that's exactly what that tells is like you're doing all these. There's all this stuff that by chance can happen. The only thing you control in the turkey was is being on time, right? Well, everything else is out of your control, right? Well, one thing I one thing I can kind of put in the back here is I'm gonna make sure I have the best shot going after that gobbler because I can. I'm gonna blame everything in America if it doesn't work out. I'm not gonna now. I want to know that I've got the best opportunity to sling as much beads as I possibly can. Yep. But, yep. Uh, that's that, <clears throat> that's um that's impressive footage. Is, is that what um Boomer when you're in editing, is it when you disappear for a while, is that what you're doing over there? You're chopping yeah. through in those videos? Yeah, I'll be there's a lot of times I'll sit down at the computer for ten to twelve hours, I don't even get up to piss or drink water. That's what I was going to ask you. Like, how long <laughs> did it take that. to edit just that video? It depends. You know what I mean? Like when I get into the flow, like that one, I think probably took me probably 10 or 12 hours of editing. You know, like that's the things that separates you from you're right from a lot of other people is you 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 go in and you 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 tweak the fine details that nobody will notice but you you know what i mean mm -hmm. but it's there yeah. you know what i mean to make the make it perfect That's so, um, but man it, it all depends like it literally all depends like i edited a photo in about 15 minutes before i got on this podcast which you know in the beginning probably would have took me four to five hours but i've spent so mm -hmm. much time sitting at the computer learning my craft 
You know what I mean? That you get better at it, right? Yeah, it just you get makes better it at it quicker and easier. Um, it's just, you know, in my mind, when I when I approach photography and I provoke, I approach videography, it's the same thing with the shells. Does it bring value to the customer? Does it make him feel mm-hmm. something? Right? Does it you know, either make him want to be a better hunter or aspire, you know, to be in that situation? So, well, um, man, yeah, I mean, it's we love it, man. I mean, I think as a customer, I think. It absolutely brings value to it. I mean, uh, the guys, we, as soon as one comes out, like we're sending it to each other. I mean, we're always like, man, that Jared, he, he's got that thing figured out. That, that, he, he kills it. But Patrick, yeah. I know you had some questions too. Uh, we had talked about on the phone. Uh, we had a couple little topics uh, I think we wanted to go over too, just turkey season topics. We're just kind of interested picking your brain on. Are you talking about the, <clears throat> so we, we were, what are you going talking about through? the turkey vest thing? Yeah, what you got to have in your turkey vest. If you, you got your gun, you got your shells, you got your binoculars, you got your camo. Four items that you've got to have, only four, that you have to have in your turkey vest every time you go out. Uh, Sony Alpha 1 and 3 lenses. Hey, here's a bit more with the video. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you want to be honest with you, I, yeah. carry, I carry two Preacher Man box calls, and that's okay. really about it. I don't, I don't get into the mouth yelping. I don't run – really run pot calls that much. I like a box call because it's easy. You know what I mean? And I'm filming. Yeah. You know, if I have to be put in that position, normally I'm not. I hunt with a buddy of mine named Chad Hoggle, you know, and he's an excellent caller and in tandem. Yeah, we know. met Chad, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, and yeah. majority of the time, he's the one that's really just really running the hunt. I'm just the guy back there with him just moving around. And I'll do what I need to when I need to. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, man, I, I, I go to a lot of places like duck hunting per se. I used to blow a duck call all the time. I don't anymore. Everybody's got a duck call. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Everybody wants to call them. Like, yeah. I'm just I'm just going to sit there and film and do my thing, man. Like, yeah. you know, I'm going to be where they want to be. You know, you so. know what? You know what? Adam Adam's number one, uh, his number one tool in his uh, turkey vest is uh, – Jazz will back me up on this. It's toilet paper. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Toilet well, paper. That's number one. That yeah. so a, a <laughs> that's probably number three. A professional, normally, uh, you know, you got to get your body in tune. So, you know, <laughs> at 4 o'clock when you wake up and you have that coffee at 4.15, the body is <laughs> going on. Yeah, you ain't got to yeah. carry, carry that with you. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you just Absolutely. ain't got to carry it. Yeah. I think Adam needs to go to the gastrologist or something. <laughs> yeah. Figure it out. Yeah. I like, think when you mention turkey, he's got to go take a crap. You know what I mean? Like, I love the warmth of my own toilet, dog. So. Yeah, me too. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I, I don't, I ain't, yeah, worry about me, dog. You ain't worry yeah, about yeah, me. it just is what it is. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, they like that. Number one thing, yeah, turkey, yeah, we're, toilet paper's going to be in there. Uh, I'm a Woodhaven mouth call too, guy. What, uh, I'm going to have a mouth call, uh, Power V specifically. Uh, man, those are really the two main things that I need. Uh, maybe some clips, clippers. I'm going to need that. Yeah, what about you, Patty? What am I going to need? I, I just carry a gun. I give people <laughs> how to kill them. He's got that they, up. They, they, they point and say, hey, he's coming out this way. When he gets <laughs> to that tree, kill him. Hey. Boom. He's hey. got that Chad Heigl special in his back pocket too, Jared. He's got a uh, one of our buddies. Hey, brewery look, that, man, ain't nothing wrong with it. No shame. Like I, I, I brag him, on, I brag on him all the time. Chad's a like, it's just one of them cats, man. That just he knows turkeys and he, 
He's a killer. Yeah. Oh man, like he's yeah. very good. You know what I mean? And we have contrasting, so we work in tandem. Like, so I got tinnitus real bad. I can't hear yelping really? and walking, but man, he can hear he can hear hands really good and he can hear walking. He can identify what's walking through the woods before it even shows. He's like, That's a two footed creature. Well, that's a four legged creature. You know what I mean? That's crazy. Yeah. 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 But I, my best thing is I can hear drumming. And I don't know why, but I can hear drumming up to like 250 yards. Yeah. Really? So like I can tell, like when we're hunting together, he'll be like, is he still there? And when he stops gobbling, and I'll be like, yep, he's still there. I can still hear him drumming. You know, I say, so. I need you coming me. I have a problem hearing drumming. <laughs> I can't. I can hear it in the woods. He but like hunt these, I, I don't know about y'all, and I want to hear somebody that, like Jared that can hear drumming real good. If you're watching um, Turkey Hunt on YouTube, Pinoti, any of them, they'll say, you hear that drumming? I never hear it. I can blast the speaker way up. I never hear it. Jared, do you hear it? When they say, "Oh, you hear that drumming?" Like you hear the it on not, not normally on the on the speaker. I've only I've only encountered one turkey that I filmed that I like. I like he was drumming so loud that I could I could hear him through the mic on my camera out in the field when when I was replaying the footage. So when yeah. I got back and I put him on here, like you can actually hear him. If I were to send you the video, you could actually hear him drumming on your phone. Wow. Like he was just, I mean, it was unreal how loud he was. Um, that's the only one that I ever picked up on audio really, really crisp. But, man, I can hear them in the woods. Like, it's crazy. They feel like they're 50 yards in front of me, you know, when they're they're really like, they'll be like, you know. Like I was hunting with Chad, turkey we killed. I was like, Chad, he's close, dude. He's close. And then he would gobble, and Chad's like, no, he's still in the same spot. And I'm like, and he sounds like he's right here on me. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. But, well, we'll move on a little bit, too. Uh, so, y'all got NWTF coming, too. So, that's a big thing for Apex, right? And I know that we talked with Boomer a little bit about that. I know y'all got a lot, of, a lot, a lot, a lot of work being done. Again, like, I know you got a lot going on in the squeeze your time in for – for us, we really appreciate it. But uh, what what you got going on? What what you got big plans for the NWTF? I know you mentioned twenty eight gauge. Is there um, anything else going on there? That or what do you? No, oh, it'd just be twenty eight gauge, and you know, mm -hmm. uh, obviously we're a, we're a big sponsor of NWTF, so uh, mm -hmm. we're Longbeard sponsors there. We obviously run, and, and y'all have been to it, our own banquet here in town to raise money for the NWTF. And oh Jay yeah, we love Jason. That is starting a chapter in San Antonio, Texas. Well, yeah. that'll be another Apex chapter there. They'll be raising money for the NWTF. So, I happen to know the guy who's um, over there. Try to put a lot of our stuff back into conservation efforts. You know, we already pay, uh, we already pay a ton of money as is for um, uh, the Pittman Robertson Act. You know, excise taxes and stuff like that on top of ammo. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, we just continuously on the on the conservation front you know we you know ammunition our ammunition probably takes a lot uh but we we can give back as much as we can look at Taz; he's gonna push the the mute button again <laughs> See, what microphone he's up there? who are you talking to yeah he's, te he's texting us right now going he's having some technical difficulties over there uh well look jared man look we really appreciate you coming on man is there anything else you want to add to the audience that you hear man like no joke I mean it when I say this. We really appreciate you spending your time. I know you're busy. You had already had stuff going on this morning. And you squeezed us in, and then we already moved yeah. the date. So, man, I, it means a lot to us. We really appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, no doubt. No, uh, 
I just, you know, leave it up to them Browns to not have it together. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> Boomer is the old salesman. He can't hear you right now. He's over he there. Can't like even, he can't even hear me right now. But I just know <laughs> if you encounter a Brown in Lowndes County, uh, probably not going to have it together. He probably, <laughs> they're just winging it. Just winging just it. Just winging it. You know what I mean? Hey, man. He's over there in a closet right now doing a podcast with us. So <laughs> he has no idea what's going on. But, hey, hey, why he since he can't hear us was was Boomer in charge of loading Chaz's rounds last year because I think they were loaded blanks. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm there. sure Boomer would do something dirty to him like that. Yeah, it sounds okay. about right. All right, Jerry, look, uh, we don't we don't want we respect your time, man. We appreciate you coming on. It means a lot. Uh, man, thank you. We really appreciate it. Appreciate we'll be seeing you, you at the NWTF thing. I, mean, I think we're going to try to make a run up there, and uh, we're definitely going to come by the booth and say hey. All right, fellas. Probably buy some more right. TSS. Need some That's of that. Right. I got, got it everywhere, by the way. All right, man. Thanks, Jerry. All See right. You. All right. So, oh, let's see here. Chaz, do we have you back on here? Or is this just me and um? He's still flipping buttons. Me and uh, Patrick. Hey, hey Chaz, you hey, back? Patrick. All right, Patty. I tell you what, it looks like it's us too. Patty, tell me a little bit about what uh, what you think of uh, well, first of all, what you think about the discussion we just had? Anything that, I thought it was interesting. I like hearing about how the thing got started. Interesting. Yeah. What do you think about my little tab down here underneath my name? Have you picked up on that yet? <laughs> We're thirty minutes. Uh, I've 30. literally just seen that the co-host of the Adam Ryan show is what it says down yet. there for the uh, yeah. I would have already brought that up. Uh, <laughs> Doing. What's this one right here? Doing? He, he's over here on my on mine. He's over here on me. Um, but uh, get, yeah, I thought it was pretty informative about um, about uh, Chaz. I can't answer the phone while I'm on the deal. Um, I thought it was good if he just put his headphones back on. Put your headphones on. on. Chaz Brown's trying to call us. Uh, <clears throat> let's fix. Let's fix him real quick. Let's talk to him. Hey, Chaz, you're you're on live with uh, the Spurs and Spreads podcast. It cut out right at the end. So uh, we can do this, maybe. Um, should be interesting. Um, maybe you should try to unplug those headphones and let's just. I, I did. I don't want to. We're not going to troubleshoot For this. For whatever uh, reason. It'd be fine. Uh, maybe log out and log back on, but we'll figure something out. So we were talking about, like, just now, we were just talking about uh, what we thought about the interview. Like, you know, thought it went pretty good. Thought, you know, I thought it was intriguing about listening to. Jared, tell us about how you got it started, how, you know, just average guys just like we are, and they just were sitting around talking about it, eating pizza. He said, DiGiorno pizza? DiGiorno and Miller Light. DiGiorno and Miller Light. Run up to the Dollar General and grab grab frozen pizza and a 12-pack of Miller Light. Maybe we strike an idea like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, things like that happen. And he just built the brand, a lot of hard work, I mean, and, and dedicated. It wasn't like it just happened by chance. The man – made the brand and made the car both of all the the founders made the brand and made the company i just i think that's incredible i love hearing stories like that um so uh but then also you know hearing about how you know the science behind it how he'd done a lot of ballistics training and things like that uh, just recapping the the interview i just i thought it was pretty interesting uh things to hear um but uh Anything do y'all want to uh, moving on? I mean, uh, what about the uh, what about the Super Bowl last night? Well, we got any we got any takes on the Super Bowl last night? Somebody is one and zero. 
Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say it before he does. Uh, he's real proud of himself uh, for being 1-0 with the Spurs and Spreads pick em contest, let's I guess. Just keep tra- let's just keep track of that. Hey, you got to win at something, you know. I mean, <laughs> might as well be it. I, I didn't mean, realize how competitive – I didn't realize Adam had been keeping score on any – I do got some uh, college updates for y'all from the Bammer Nation over here around Birmingham. <laughs> what, what, what's happening over Let, there in let's, Birmingham? Uh, I Birmingham. think, can, can you hear him well enough yeah. on here to do this? All right, let's go, Pat, or Jazz, what you got? I've got uh, Ryan Grubbs, the offensive coordinator from uh, Washington that came down to Tuscaloosa last year and was on campus. He has officially told the University of Alabama, no, sir, twice. Uh -uh. Twice now. He's told the University of Alabama, no, sir. And I thought that was just hilarious. You know, all the Bama radio is now out there talking uh, today, uh, saying that Ryan Grubbs wasn't that big of a deal, you know, and all this. When Saban tried to hire him last year and the new head coach, was planning on bringing him down. He's the uh, Seahawks offensive coordinator. So I thought that was great. So no <laughs> jab in the gut to the Bamers over here. Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> oh, they're having a tough time. They, they, they need. They need. Should, they need. They need some of that. We, yeah, they're having a. They're just having a tough, humble pie. Tough week. Our buddy Scott Pulowski is a huge uh, Bama fan. Will <clears throat> he takes it a little personal? I don't really know why, but he does. Uh, uh, but anyway, what about what y'all think about uh you know Kelsey uh chest bumping old Andy Reid uh last night? Yeah, he, he, he got his attention. Glad they won. <laughs> <laughs> uh, glad they won. I'm just That's gonna go. Sure. I'm gonna go ahead and say first. All right, look, he definitely shouldn't have done that. I'm gonna go ahead and say he regrets to really regrets doing that. Um, but all these people kind of saying like he attacked him. I mean, I ain't it. He about knocked him over. It, it, it wasn't good. It was not a good look. I don't – if you watch it, I mean, like, he's obviously losing his mind uh, and intense. But, I mean, you know, it's kind of like – you know, it's kind of how you talk to each other when you play in the, you're in an intense competition, especially the Super Bowl. I mean, don't get me wrong. He definitely should not have done that to his coach. That was terrible. He should be – you know, but I highly regret – but, I mean – Let's lay out. He didn't attack him. He, uh, he was just. I don't even think just, he meant to do that. Honestly, he was almost. Chest bumping. He was almost as keyed up as Adam was on episode one. You know when he cut everybody off about mid sentence. He was feeling. <laughs> I'm doing you know, it again. He, he let yeah. the passion get to him, and I he just figured it. he'd you know knock his coach over. Guys, I get excited. It just is what it is. He's competitive. Uh, yeah, dude. When he played when uh, he played that turkey hunting, uh, the little turkey video earlier. I kind of got my blood boiling just a little bit, guys. Kind of yeah. Kind of gets you going. Yeah, it got me going. What have you and done to your microphone? Of, while we're on this subject, can Patrick hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can hear you. All right. Uh, while we're on this, uh, I was going to take the last 10 minutes or so of the episode, do a little therapy session <laughs> with you for last week. The old, uh, what is it? Uh, the old free gobbler bird from no, Nebraska. Let's just move That's on. What I, that was Kansas, Kansas, we Kansas, a Kansas. Therapy here, so um, I just uh, I want to let you know that this weekend I talked to Mr. Pulowski and uh, I talked to Patrick, and we've all voted that uh, 
It wasn't the third club that got that guard. That wasn't it. Was it. Just a free gobbler. That's it was a free gobbler. Yeah, that's just. Nothing can take that away. But it was a free gobble bird. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't that. I got. It. <laughs> oh, just, hey, where'd it go? There it was. You know what I'm saying? Quite well, as, uh, first of all, he, he I, him up. He, I was there, and that is what happened. I know. Uh, I know you guys like to, uh, you know, try to bust my chops as much as possible, and I I do appreciate it. Uh, however, <clears throat> that is not what happened. He did not free gobble, and I will stand on that. Patrick likes to uh, look at him. Look at him. He's been they they've been conning us up all weekend. Just so. Chad, did you ever did you ever hear back from the, the first story uh, that Scott hear and I heard when we got back to the camp was the on him story. You know we're on him, and then he shuts up, and then he free gobbled, and he was coming. That was just that was the first story. But this, hey, that's okay. Look, that's not what we happened. can do whatever you want. You know, that's we neat. can tell it however you want. We just need to know how to tell it from now on. <laughs> There's, that's neither what Adam say. What Adam say? That's neither. That's neither here nor there. That's neither here nor there. Uh, Can Chaz hear us right now? Chaz can't hear you. Uh, if you unplug, just unplug your microphone. Chaz, could you do us all a favor and log off just, and log back on? Yeah. All right. I'm gonna hang up on the telephone. Anyway, yeah, that's probably a nightmare to uh, listen to. Yeah, um, it's, it's just yeah. echoing and Chaz just can't barely hear you. Mountain, keep, he can hear me. We may not see him again. It's. It's okay. Um, nah, he'll come back on here in just a minute. The local Mexican you know. restaurants looking for him. <laughs> that? I don't know. Chaz, is, he eats Mexican about every day. Uh, yeah. I, I didn't even eat Mexican food as much until, until <clears> he came <throat> around. Uh, welcome back, Chaz Brown. Are you back? I'm back. Can you hear me? Man, hi, yeah, clear I'm so day. glad. Uh, the audience well, loves technical difficulties. Right towards the end of Jared's interview, it just went. Hmm? I, mean, <clears> cut. I don't know why. Did I'm you here. ever get... Chaz, did you ever get an email back from uh, StreamYard? We, Chaz and I were talking to the guys that, that know the ins and outs over there, and we're trying to find a button where we can mute you. <laughs> <laughs> we can just... Yeah. Yeah. Did you mute me? Yeah, yeah the, the host. I think we, I think we got it. The mute button. Yeah. Are y'all calling me the host Chaz, now? Do you know, he just now saw the... Look did underneath my name. The right co-host there. of the Adam Ryan show. You see underneath my name right there what it says? <laughs> yeah. See, the problem is this: is that I I run my mouth, and uh, you know, I, I'm I'll try to get y'all. You know, what y'all want to talk about? Y'all, y'all go right ahead. I'll give y'all the floor. This is working great. Just no, like, no, I just, no. I think we're having a terrific therapy session. <laughs> I, let me show you my notes right here. I've got therapy session. <laughs> therapy session for Adam. Therapy session for Adam. Okay. All right. Well, you know, I need one occasionally. Somebody's got to oh. talk to me. Uh, what do we got going on right now, turkey hunting wise? I mean, I'm still on turkeys. I can't get off of them. That old deal for, you know, we ain't got a lot going on college football, but what is going on right now is what we're doing to get ready into turkey was we talked about a little bit last time. Obviously, we're buying. We know that. But what else do we have coming up? Our pattern shotguns, you guys doing that? Y'all started doing that? You got that plan for that? Scott and I going this weekend. He's taking that new 28 out. And I'm going to take mine out. Well, all right, so you, got a, you just got a new red dot, right, Chaz? Tell us, yeah. uh, what, what are you shooting? What kind of choke you got? What kind of red dot did you get? All that fun stuff. Well, it's getting updated, but I've got a crossing uh, choke. I've got a, um, tw a Franke 20, mm -hmm. a Fetty, yeah. um, 3, and 
uh, Burris Fast Fire Four Red yeah. Dot. Uh, nice that the weekend you were up here. Uh, yeah. But yeah, we're gonna go out this weekend. Scott made a lot of sense when he said that I planned on just blowing Apex through, <laughs> blowing Apex through there. You know, he said, "Hey, <clears throat> find some cheaper shells." You know, I, I was thinking that Red Dot would be pretty close to being on, but obviously it may not be. You know. No, you need yeah. to shoot Apex while setting that, that, that thing to make sure it's on. Exactly. No, no, no. I'm talking about getting it close. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Scott yeah. said he was trying to find some 28s that he, he's going to have a tough time probably finding that. That's oh, true. yeah. Find some 28s to run through there several times and get it at least close before you. Oh, before we start popping $12 shells. Out. Yeah, yeah. The, the gold, you know, getting to yeah. the gold in there. Yeah, we're going to fine tune it. I think I probably blew two boxes of apex last year or three uh trying to set that thing just make it perfect you know <laughs> yeah. i can't help it um apex loves loves me because i'm about a lot um anyway what about you patty what you uh what you shoot man i got that i bought a 410 got a 20 gauge but i can't get away from the uh, super black eagle 3 12 gauge with the indian creek choke shooting seven and a half it's a it's a load but that's the job yeah, man, I love that. I mean, you kind of got me on the kick of uh, entertaining the seven and a half. Um, I ended up doing with a blend. I do the small town blend. I love that blend, seven and a half and nine. So you kind of get the best of both worlds, you know. If you go putting through a little more penetration through the leaves, things like that, but then you also have the big, the big spread. I shoot a Franke twelve gauge. I'm with you. I, I can't get away from the twelve gauge. I mean, as much time and effort that I put into it, why would you not want more? More beans, more shot. More, more, yeah. more shot. I don't. I think it's more. I think the twenty gauge, the guys that, like myself, that it's more about the toting it around. That twelve gauge. Nah, it is. Yeah, it's, it's twice as heavy. <laughs> it feels yeah. like you know. I, You're right. If I pick your gun up, put it on my shoulder, I'm like, oh, this is great. I got a super black eagle one 12 gauge, and that joker is heavy. Yeah. That's right. That's what Toed we killed, That's what we doubled up on. Mm -hmm. uh, for those who don't know, uh, too, that the logo that we have, there's some significance to that. Uh, kind of, and, and we, me and uh, Patrick, I want you to touch base on this in a second. But um, pull up the logo so they can see it. All righty, all I got is the video, so That's we're gonna fine. have to do the video. So what we got there is an actual, you know, it's a double bearded turkey. Uh, when I first started getting this, I was deer hunter. I was, I loved deer hunting. That's what all I wanted to do. Um, I got in a club, had a few turkeys. Um, I mean, so I said, well, I'm going to give this thing a shot. Well, I screwed up about 15 hunts and I just kept telling Chaz about all this gobbling going on. And Chaz was like, Are you? he wanted to come. He said, when, when can I come down there? You know, so we got him down there and within, you know, long story short i'm not gonna tell the whole the whole story but uh you know we we got out there you know whatever and called and just you know they're hammering and Chaz says you know i as a new hunter i didn't understand uh what i was doing i had the decoy you know i was thinking we needed to get closer um how normally i would go put out a decoy or something like that and Chaz was like no sit down right now and i was like right now he's like yeah right now. i'm like okay because i didn't you, you don't know how close they are when you've heard them a million times but you're you're new to it that's the hard one of the hardest things is judging the distance of where you are well within chaz hasn't even sat down yet and the turkey has made this big loop all the way around i mean a big almost complete loop around us started coming from our left he was right in front of us coming from our left i mean it's the first time i'd seen a 
I mean, even been in that situation, and uh, he could, he's kind of spotted you, I believe, didn't he, Chaz, when you were, you weren't you still on your knees? Yeah, like this? yeah, I was on You weren't even sat head. down yet. I and uh, you were like, shoot him, shoot him. I was like, now? <laughs> yeah. Bah! So that's how this whole thing got started. We did that. Long story short, a couple hours later, we were like, let's go back down there. There was another one with him. He's got them. Well, we strike more up. Boom, double up, right? Um, that logo is a picture of the actual double-bearded turkey, the actual one that we did, and that's a silhouette of that. Uh, you know, and then shortly after, I'm now – I ended up going and learning how to call on my own and kill my own turkey. And then I'm, I'm full on addicted. Like I'm, uh, obsession is a word that is, uh, overused. Yeah, I think maybe cliche, <laughs> but there's no other way. I'm a, I, there's no other way to say it. Like I love it. I breathe it. I, I'm all about it. But now like I wanted to share that. So I was like, Patrick, you gotta go, you got turkeys on your place. And I just, you know, wanted to show him what was going on. He had never turkey hunted before, but we go and we strike some up and it's a long story, but, me and Patrick talk about how we were all we were all good friends before, right? And um, Patrick, you froze there, okay? Yeah, but how we were all good friends before we talked a lot, and really how turkey hunting really kind of brought us all together, you know, even more, even closer than we already are. I mean, I've known Chaz for twenty something years. We all knew Patrick. I don't even know how many years now. It's been a, been a while, ten <coughs> plus years. We all worked together, uh, but I mean, yeah. Anyway, chime in a little bit there, Patty. I'm sorry I'll overtake the whole thing, but uh, no, it's, that, that's no, kind you're of good. the story. Um, go ahead. What story am I telling? How long we've known each other? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, you were mentioning to me the other day about how – Oh, like, yeah. Uh, we used to shoot the bull, you know, here and there, but uh, ever since we started kind of turkey hunting together, it's uh, become a, almost an everyday thing. That's kind of the reason y'all's idea to do this podcast. You know, we're, we spend enough time on the phone every day anyway knock it out this way, record it, and see if everybody else thinks we're as dumb as, as we think we are. <laughs> we think we are. And see, that's kind of the thing. It's like I feel like there's a niche for sports and for, for – we just happen to love turkey hunting. We happen to love sports. So what we talk about every single day uh, – and basically this is our phone conversation. We're going to give each other – it's like they, you know, want to pretend the turkey-free gobbled and just how they like to mention <laughs> me about that and uh, over-talking. and uh, then <laughs> – but uh, well, yeah. we have some pretty – we have experienced a lot together because of just – all because of that one day that me and Chaz went out there, and it just built on, and then we're doing the turkey tour thing. And, you know, I know you'll see a bunch of videos. We'll talk about that a lot. And, you know, we get on there. I think I made some video the other day about the $1,000 coin flip, you know. Uh, that that gets pretty interesting. We may we'll – yeah. That's, yeah that, that's something you all have to elaborate Well, we, we rolled into the turkey tour – pretty quick after that you know it's like we what it did it rekindled the fire for me because i had been a turkey hunter since i was i think i killed my first bird when i was like six or seven you know yeah yeah i had killed some along the way but you never what it was in high school you got baseball season it's right it's right around that baseball season time then college your way and i hunted with a couple buddies at college and you know but it it wasn't like something and then we kind of all got careers now that we're we're kind of flexible with turkey season now we can just sell out to it you know what i'm saying yeah <laughs> we handle the the rest of the business the, our business the rest of the time but you can kind of sell out to it i think for that month and a half you know it's it's pretty much talking every day hey who killed what where's what happened into what state are you hitting you know yeah, <laughs> yeah. where's adam oh he's last minute was it last year i talked to adam i'm like 
you have any luck? Yeah, I think I'm gonna head over. I'm gonna head back out to the club tomorrow. Next time I talk to him, where you at? Oh man, this fellow's headed to Texas. I was like, <laughs> oh okay. <laughs> thought you thought you were hunting, you know, an hour and a half from the house. Now some now you went. And that's how Turkey Unbreached together too. Me and that dude, like we, I just got off the phone with him yesterday, or I just uh, we were talking about going back to Texas this year. Like we met at a cheer competition. I don't know this guy. He's just my daughters. We're on a cheer team together, and we just. We're the only dads at the cheer competition. So we're just sitting there and we just, next thing you know, we're just talking turkey hunting. And then every time I see him, he's like, where, where are you going? What are you doing? You know, about a year and a half of that. Finally, I was like, Hey, I'm going to Texas. And he was like, uh, I said, I need one more guy. I've already, I'd asked you to, and y'all couldn't go. It just, y'all happened to miss the best turkey hunt of my life. Um, but, uh, I got we'll him, to get him on here. He's, he's, oh no, I'll story. get D on here. He's all right. Yeah. I, I get him on here. But old, old, my boy D, you know, he's from Yazoo city. He's got to talks a little slower like that, but it was just like the conversation. I was at his daughter's birthday party, like six year, seven year old birthday party. And I'm like, Hey, uh, looks like I'm going to Texas next weekend. He's like, Oh man, that's nice. I said, uh, I need one more person to go. I said, you want to go? He said, uh, huh. I said, uh, uh now it's gonna be you know it is an outfitter you gotta he's like all right that's fine i said uh he said let me talk to bethany real quick and it literally just went like this he's like hey bethany uh adam wants to take me turkey hunting this weekend she was like that's fine we don't have any uh we don't have anything this weekend he's like i said he said all right adam i'm going turkey hunting with you just like that and i was like hey did you tell her it's in texas he's like oh yeah it's in texas and she's like (laughs) Oh God! You know, here we go again. You know, and uh, I, I thought that was uh, pretty great. And then he said, "Adam, I'll, I'll see you next weekend." And literally, we went on a drive. I bet, I bet we talked for thirteen hours straight to the the drive. <laughs> he'll, he'll, we'll let him tell that story. That's the story. We'll definitely have him on. We need to have uh, an episode on closing the wives. On, hey, we're going to Kansas and and Nebraska. You know, because that's what the average guys do. <laughs> <with. laughs> No, that's a tough yeah, it's not easy. Right you got you got to start. You got to start prepping early. Prepping yeah. early for that. You, you got to. That's kind of what we're doing right now, right? For turkey season, we're getting all the honeydews out of the way. Are we getting all that done. Uh, yeah, I think I think me and Chad's been fighting with ceiling fans and wound up. I, yeah, I pulled a few up, ceiling. Uh, subbing that out to somebody that knew how to hang a ceiling. <laughs> I shocked myself hanging a light fixture about a month ago. Uh, and it's all uh, selling all out so that we can do what we love to do. Um, and, uh, you know, I, they, honestly, if it wasn't for them, I mean, give them props. I ain't no joke. We wouldn't. They they handle a lot while we're gone doing what we like to do. I don't, you know, and that's, I think, appreciating that, showing them that, that's part of why we're able to go do it too, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I strongly agree. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But, um there's a lot of hard <laughs> she laughing there patty i'm not yeah a lot, a lot goes into getting to that point um speaking of the wives can hey can i speak real quick please have somebody dive in where's that button yeah. um y'all y'all ever you know to help out you know adam's got three kids jazz got a couple kids i got three kids y'all ever you know get somebody to come help straighten up the house you know once a week once every two weeks y'all do that you, ever, you know you wake up one morning your wife's cleaning yes. the house frantically and you're like <laughs> like well, what's going on and she's you know throwing dirty clothes at you and you're like well, oh, what are we doing the cleaning lady's coming today and i'm like why the hell are we doing laundry <laughs> yes. we clean the entire house before the cleaning lady it, it blows my mind 
pick up yeah. everything, turn the Roomba on, and the clean lady walks in. She's like, "It's kind of clean in here." I'm yeah, like, it's already clean. Fight. Why'd they hire me? Yeah, everybody's had the cleaning lady fight because your your wife's throwing dishes around, and you're like, "What are you doing?" She's pulling up the driveway. <laughs> Okay. I don't want her to see these dirty dishes. I'm That's like, the truth. <laughs> or if you forget, if you the thing is, is when you forget on the cycle, you know, every two weeks or whatever, you oh, yeah. the clean late days coming. And, uh, you know, about nine o'clock that night, she hops up out of bed, starts going, you know, taking dirty clothes to the, you know, I'm like, oh, the clean, oh, yeah, the clean, I forgot to tell you, the clean lady's coming. Oh, my gosh. You know, you're just like, <laughs> what? Especially during turkey season, when you know I gotta wake up at four in the morning the next morning. I like, and then she loves it when I bring that into the argument. Um, yeah, doesn't pan out too well for me. Uh, Adam, he gets too fired up in the morning. Remember in Kansas, he uh, we were in the truck. It's about four thirty. We were on about day two or three, and I get in the truck and push the button, crank it up. Adam goes, "Play Hooty Hoop." I'm like. <laughs> Hold on, hold on, Adam. Let me get the truck cranked. I'm trying to get my cup of coffee set in, get everything. Listen. He's in the back seat. Back seat. Turn on Hootie Hoot. I'm like, Adam, if you don't, just give me a minute. I'm going to turn your song on. Just give me a second. Listen. That's the turkey killing song, man. Y'all, y'all were baseball players, right? Right? Everybody played yeah. baseball. Superstition is something that I am, I can't, I can't help it. When things are going right, I'm going to do the same thing every time. And I just happen to listen to Hootie Hoot, Master P, was it T-R-U or True or whatever? I can't remember all of them. Every time, I just happen to listen to that and the Tupac Thug Love song with Bone Thugs are. And uh, I'm going to, and as as awkward as it is, we're going to listen to that before we get out this truck. (laughs) Okay. What do you you think the number one, speaking of music, what's the number one most played song on the Turkey Tour? And you think Turkey Tour and you think music on the radio, I know in my head what song I have that gets played every year we go. Multiple, multiple times. And Eddie D, Adam's dad, is looking at us like, what in the hell is wrong with y'all? I don't know which one you're referring to, but I got about three that I'm thinking about. <laughs> what um, trial this? Time by Mr. Big. Yeah, that's what I thought. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. So, <laughs> Eddie D, he over there. That is not he, a PG-13 song. <laughs> Yeah. He's real good. trial time. Oh, well, in trial time. Oh, Eddie <laughs> D. Uh, he, when we refer to Eddie D, we're talking about my dad. He's 65. Is he 66 now? Yeah, I don't, he's raised. He's on up there. Uh, he's not a big fan of all that. Uh, Mr. Big or Hootie Hoo. He, he said, Adam, you, you got some good friends, but I, I think there might be something wrong with them. <laughs> They good dudes, but they, they might be really a good wrong guys. With that Patrick, he's kind of wild, dude. Uh, he's all right. Uh, I tell you, what, that's a really good, really good guy. He loves it now, but my dad gets just as jacked up as we do about it all the time. He's always like, "Well, I don't want to be in y'all's way," and I'm like, "Dad, dude, just no hell." He take he's part of the trip. He takes care of us. We come back, and he's got a bunch of turkey fried up, and he's got got the floors well. Yeah, I, yeah. That's how he is. He loves yeah. doing that kind of stuff. You know, yeah. half the entertainment is y'all watching us cuss each other out half the time. You know, I love yeah, it. Eddie can strike a nerve. You know, Eddie, uh, he can't hear, okay? <laughs> and there is a communication problem uh, that we have, and that gets that can be entertaining for some. Yeah. Uh, not for me. Because um, you talk so much. <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk too up. much. <laughs> Damn, man. Shut up. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> he said, y'all do all that damn running around. I'm on Eddie D's side on this one. Uh, yeah. I don't blame you. 
Adam, Adam out there running around. I just sit right here by this thing right here. Yeah. Hanley, he's usually the out. first one to strike. Yeah. Every time we yeah. go out there. He is. Yeah. Anyway. Make, we make it way too hard. He, he's got it simplified a little bit. All right, guys. Well, we've been at this thing for 55 minutes. Is there anything y'all want to bring into the show before we, we shut this thing down? Uh, yeah, I do. Let's hear it. Um, Here we go. So instead of the – to wrap up our therapy session for today for Adam, <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> that clip needs to be called the free gobble. <laughs> <laughs> we, we voted on it, and it needs to be called the free gobble. All right. Well, we, I thought we were going to call it something else, but okay. not, not the not the per club. I'll have to run that by our. I'll run that by our editing team, and uh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> yeah. I'll run that by. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, guys, it's been fun. Uh, next episode be coming to you next week. We've got a big guest coming. Uh, we're lining that up, uh, locking all that down today. Um, but anyway, we've got plenty to talk about with turkey season coming up next week, so we should be another great show. And we appreciate y'all tuning in to the Spurs and Spreads podcast.